hello and good afternoon and welcome to Tea Fairy Storytime Podcast. Today I'm going to jump right into this without much advertising because I've noticed that lately the first six minutes is just me going on and on and on. So we are going to move right into chapter four of Molly and Grania, the seven foot long dog by author Gail Nodestein. And I do want to wish Gail, I hope that she's feeling better. I know that she has had COVID and has not been doing well, um, but I, from what I hear, she is on the mend. And so I'm just sending my wishes and hopes that she is doing much, much better. All right, moving right into the book. Ready? Chapter four. Grania was coming today. I had gotten up early to make sure that everything was ready for her room. I made sure that her crate liner was nice and soft and fluffy. I placed the darkness cover on the wire crate so that Grania could get the feeling that she was in a cave. There was a fuzzy rug next to my bed for her to lie on if she wanted, and there wasn't anything within reach that she could get to and chew or get hurt on. I had moved all of my stuffies to the top shelf of my bookcase and made sure that all of my shoes were in the closet. My room was ready. The kitchen had been puppy-proofed, with the microwave put on top of the refrigerator. We had moved all the food off the counters, and her water bowl was on a rubber mat in the kitchen alcove. My dad had even set up a special area with her raised bowl for her to eat. I filled the toy box with her name on it with toys, and there was a huge fuzzy donut bed for her by the couch so that she could keep us company in the family room. I thought we were all set. Now all we needed was Grania. Mrs. Williams had said that she would be here around 8 o'clock, but I was pacing the floor in front of the door by 6.30. I even beat my parents awake. And it was a Saturday. I never got up as early as this if I could sleep instead. By the time Mrs. Williams' van pulled into our driveway, I had worked myself up into a full attack of nerves. This wasn't good. I wanted to be calm so that I didn't make Rania nervous. She would have enough to deal with getting used to her new home without me making her nervous too. I took a deep breath and walked outside to meet the breeder and her new puppy. My parents beat me outside to greet the breeder. When I got to the van, my mom was already hugging Miss Williams. My dad is a big hugger. Or I'm sorry, my mom is a big hugger. Hi, Molly. I have someone that really wants to see you. And as the door opened, Grania hopped down to the back of the van and came right over to me. She sat down at my feet and gave me a long look. It was as if she knew already that I was going to be her new best friend. I crouched down to her level. Hi, sweetheart. I'm so glad you're finally here. Grania scooched a little closer to my legs and gently licked my knee. She then looked up at me with the softest look. I think she knew I loved her already. When I crouched down even lower, she put her head on my shoulder. I could hear her breathing. It was a little fast, so I knew she had to be nervous. She was trying to comfort me. Oh, how I was going to love this girl. I could make sure that nothing ever hurt her again in her entire life. How could those awful people have done anything bad to her? She was the sweetest dog I had ever met. Come on, Grania. I called her to follow me to the house. She came and walked with me to the porch. This puppy was going to be a breeze to train. I just knew it. 
While I took the dog into the house and gave her water, my parents stayed outside talking to the breeder. Once Granya drank her fill, I took her back outside to show her where she would potty. Mrs. Williams had given my mother a handful of papers. What's that? These are Granya's current vet records, her schedule, her AKC papers, a list of things that, would, that we should never feed her, and Mrs. Williams's contact information. There's also a 40-pound bag of dog food in the van that your dad was just going to get. My mother tried to hand me the stack of papers. I turned to Mrs. Williams. Wow, I hadn't realized how much I still would have to learn about taking care, good care of Grania. I haven't had fed her since last night. I didn't want to take the risk of her getting car sick on her way here. Take her inside and give her a little food. That will also help with the bonding process. The breeder closed the van. The three adult dogs that were in the back lying on fluffy beds never moved. I wanted to pet them before they left to go to their show, so I handed my mom Grania's leash and climbed into the back seat and made my way to the area where the big dogs were resting. Bye, guys. I promise I'll give Grania a wonderful home. I will love her and take care of her. You girls go win blue ribbons. I kissed each of the dogs on the head and then climbed back out and took the leash back from my mother. I gave the greeter, breeder a great big hug before she climbed into the driver's seat. I promised to love Grania and take excellent care of her. I will call you to give updates and post photos online so that you know she is doing well. I looked into her eyes so that she could see how sincere I was, and she pulled out of the driveway. I took Grania inside to feed her. Sit! I looked at my girl in the eyes and firmly told her to sit. I don't know who was more surprised when she sat, her or me. I think Mrs. Williams got a head start on Grania's training. I put the bowl into the raised holder and told Grania, okay, and she walked over to her bowl and sniffed it gingerly. Oh, come on, it's the same food that you've been eating. Mrs. Williams said that you were a good eater. Grania turned and looked at me. She had a strange look in her eyes. After a second, she plopped down on the floor and just stared at her bowl. Hmm, maybe you aren't hungry yet. I know it's been an exciting and tough day for you. It must be terrible to be so young and already be on your third permanent home. Don't worry though, this will be your last one. I reached down and picked up the bowl of kibble. It was a good thing that I hadn't added anything wet to the food or it would have been wasted. I'd just try to feed her later. Maybe I could add a little something to make it more appetizing. Later that evening, I tried the dry kibble again. A phone call to Mrs. Williams told me I shouldn't give in and give her anything extra on her food. Begin how you're going to continue, Mrs. Williams was right. Granny was going to learn to eat what I gave her. Granny waited me out. I sat in the kitchen waiting for her to eat for two hours. I picked up the bowl again. By the time we had finished the food standoff, I was totally wiped out. I just wanted to go to bed. This puppy training was going to be a little harder than I had thought. I took her outside for her last potty break of the evening. While she sniffed and walked around the property, I looked up at the starry sky and gave a small prayer of thanks. I was so blessed to have the wonderful dog of my life. I vowed again to make her life special. I needed to remember to use a headlamp to take her out at night. We lived out in the country and there were venomous snakes around. I wished I'd remembered to turn on the bright outside light before bringing her outside. All I would need on her very first night with me 
was for one of us to step on a copperhead. Finished, she stopped and nudged my hand to let me know she was ready to go in. We went inside, and I locked up and went to tell my parents goodnight. They were in the family room watching TV. Good night, Mom. Good night, Dad. Good night, sweetheart. I hugged and kissed both of them and headed back towards my room to get ready for bed. My parents went back to watching their television show. Without being asked, Grania followed me down the hall to my bedroom. Her crate was set up in my room. I hoped that she would go into it and relax. She was very tense. In my bedroom, she walked over and put her head and front paws into the crate. Her back end was hanging out. I left her alone and took my shower. If she wanted to sleep half in and half out of the crate, it was fine with me. I would not push it. It was her first day. Rubbing my still damp hair with a towel, I rounded the corner into my bedroom. Ha 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 I burst out laughing. Grania was sound asleep right in the middle of my bed. It was late, I was tired, and I wanted a dog to cuddle with anyways. I pushed her over and lay down beside her. The breeder said that I should do what I intended to do from the beginning. I always wanted a dog to share my bed. The sound of her breathing lulled me to sleep. And that, my friends, is the end of chapter four. Again, this is the book, Molly and Grania, the Seven Foot Long Dog by Gail Nodestein. It can be found on Barnes and Noble as well as Amazon. On Amazon, you can actually um, get it in hardback and paperback as well as on Kindle. Um, whereas on Barnes and Noble, you can only get the paperback. Uh, hardcover is, on Amazon is $15.65, paperback is $8.99, and the ebook is free on Kindle. If you want a signed book or a signed series of the books, because there are, I believe, six books to the series, um, you can contact Gail at her Facebook page or um, her website. Her website is www.gailnodesteenauthor.com. She does have a newsletter where you can get a free mini book called Eyes Grania, which is from the dog's perspective. Um, her author page is on Amazon. She also has one on Facebook. There's a Facebook author group called Gail Nodestein Author. There is a Facebook series page called Adventures of Molly and Grania. Um, Let's see, the artist is Vivian Mainville. She does the, the front cover of all of the books, and she, all, she has a Facebook page, as well as she started a Society6 store where you can purchase Molly and Grania merchandise, like backpacks and cups and things like that, T-shirts. Um, let's see what else. You can find out more about the namesake of Grania, who um, is named after the Irish pirate queen known as Grania Newalia, or also known as Grace O'Malley. Um, there is a page on kidsbritannica.com as well as blog.nationalarchives.gov.uk. And Wikipedia, of course, has information about Grace O'Malley also known as Grania Newalia. And last but not least, you can find this podcast on anchor.fm where you can either become a supporter or leave me a voicemail if that's something you're interested in doing. The podcast also broadcasts on Spotify, Google Podcast, Breaker Audio, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and now Amazon Music. 
my newest adventure is doing a television show on Greenbelt Access Television. Um, their website is www.greenbeltaccesstv.org. Their channels are Comcast 77 and Fios 19 if you happen to be in the Maryland area. Greenbelt Access TV has a YouTube channel and a Facebook page. And I am currently in conversation with Access Humboldt, which is the public access channel in Humboldt County, California, in Eureka, California, that covers the northern Humboldt County district. Um, so hopefully it will be airing there and on their website and Facebook and YouTube soon as well, I hope. Um, to find more of Tea Fairy and Friends Storytime Adventures, you can go to YouTube. There is a playlist there. You can go to Facebook. I have a page and a group, both called Tea Fairy and Friends Storytime and Adventures. Instagram, you can find me at Tea Fairy Storytime. And I also have a Red Bubble store called Tea Fairy Nordberg Art and a Facebook page called Tea Fairy Art, where you can buy merchandise made by me using photographs and graphic art images that I've done as well as some merch from Tea Fairy and Friends um, of some of the characters that uh, that appear on my channel. All right that's it for the day folks. I really hope that you have a wonderful day. I am off to the zoo and I'm going to do some recording from there and probably broadcast it to my YouTube channel. So yay talk to you soon have a lovely day bye